All right, everybody, welcome back to the NJ Show. I'm Jonah. I'm Nathan. Brought to you by us. And I'm going to stop the intro for a bit just to say I'm sorry for the lack of episodes. We really suck at consistency, but we don't have that much time on our hands. So this is the drill. We will try to post every two weeks. And I don't know if it's up yet, but if you go to the NJ Show, I commented, hey, new, sorry about the lack of uploads. A new episode comes out Saturday. Hope to see you there. And I'm confirming that was me. I don't know if it's up yet. So we might comment when we're going to post an episode. So that's how you'll know. But you could just look for it every one to two weeks. Okay, so now, during this podcast, we will be talking about the Boston Bruins, the San Jose Sharks, and the St. Louis Blues. Why they're good with evidence from round one, two, and three. This is going to be a very exciting episode. And let's get to the intro music. Okay, let us start. I'm excited. We have not posted in a while, maybe a month, probably less. But let's do this. So we did not make a full second round recap, and we did not make a third round recap. Instead, we're not going to talk about the series. We're going to talk about the teams with all three rounds. So let's start with the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, so the St. Louis Blues, to me... Is for sure the greatest team story of the year. Really? With the individual being Jordan Bennington, the goalie. But the Blues, for me, have just turned it up this playoffs, and they've been the best team by far. They have, and I've been talking to you about this, too. Look at what has opened up for awards. Vesna, maybe Bennington's a nominee. Jack Adams, Craig Berube. The Rookie Award, Bennington. Like, because they're in the Stanley Cup final, I have no doubt in my mind that maybe these things will come true because they've just done a heck of a job. Can you imagine in January, your last place, and then all of a sudden, four months later, you're in the Stanley Cup final? Yeah. It's pretty special. crazy. Like, I, being a Leafs fan and a Lightning fan, there were times in both of the teams that we were last place. But I would never imagine we'd make it to the Stanley Cup final, like in 2016, for the Leafs. Right. Or no, 2015, that'd be. They were terrible. They were god-awful. But, I mean... What were then the first pick and got back? That's besides the point. But I think St. Louis wasn't god-awful. They were bad. They were last in the league. But back then, it was more everybody's good. Now it's kind of transitioned because in hockey, in the first couple months, any team can beat any team on any given night. Now, if you have Tampa, Ottawa, chances are Tampa's going to win. Let's be real here. But St. Louis, back then, because they could beat every other team, they just went on a hot streak. That was, that was like, I think, 12 straight wins. It was yeah. absolutely absurd. Yeah. So why does this happen? 
Well, I, want I think, you like... I don't know. I think maybe they made a coaching... Like, maybe they changed strategies. I agree. Maybe... Somebody stepped up and said, guys, this isn't appropriate hockey playing. we got to get up there and win the cup. And, I don't know, somebody must have made a difference. Okay. Let's move on to one of the longer topics. San Jose Sharks. I feel like every call goes their way. If you agree with me. Do you agree with me? I disagree. Yeah, I agree and disagree. Like, I agree with you, it seems that way. But I disagree. It's just a coincidence. It's a coincidence that in the first, second, and third, in the first round, Vegas had a goal taken off them for high sticking. In the second round, there was an offside, and in the third round, there was a hand pass. That but didn't that, but didn't that also happen to like the other teams? The only other overturned play I can recall was during the Columbus Boston, and it slipped in on Rask. That was the only other overturned play I can recall. I might not. We, we might correct. be wrong. Yeah, but out of the most of the games, there wasn't that many. So it's just. And speaking of that, in past episodes, we talked about three things that I wanted to get to: awards. We talked about the playoff predictions and the future roles. Playoff predictions. We went four out of eight. We already talked a bit about the awards, but the future rules, we talked about this and we argued when all night about the offside rule. It was literally 11 o'clock and we were arguing about it. So after seeing that Colorado maybe, maybe could have beat St. Louis. I mean, you never oh, know. Yeah, potentially. And Colorado has such a bright future and it was such a terrible call, like, the human eye couldn't tell. So, do you think that will needs to be changed? No, I think it's up to the you referee. Think? It's like the referee made a, the referees might have made a bad call. It wasn't a bad. Like, what's wrong with that? He made the appropriate call, but I don't think the rule is right. It's not the ref's fault. He made the right call. It's just so the then rule. you want to change the rule? Yes, definitely. Are you kidding me? Of course. I think that it makes logical sense. If everybody's complaining about it, change it. No, but it it was like is offside or not offside? Maybe like it was the wrong call, but doesn't mean you should change the rule. But it wasn't the wrong call. That's the problem. You could tell that he was offside because once he was on the bench, one skate was on the ice though, and that's all you need. Which is why I don't think, like I said, if I go into the zone and you come after their zone before me, and it's clearly an offside, just don't pass it to me. If I touch it, the other team gets a power play. Like, I don't think so, because then there's going to be arguments where a guy went offside, and then they didn't know he went offside, and they passed it to him, and then the team gets a power play for no good reason. Because he went offside. So you get a penalty for going offside. No, you get a penalty for touching the puck when you're offside. But the player doesn't know. The guys don't know if they go offside sometimes. I see what you're saying, but that's, like, if you're a player, you got to always be thinking about that. You're already thinking about that. There's still a lot of offside calls in today's hockey. And 
most of the time players don't know. That's why they argue. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. But if you announce this, you hope players will start paying attention more. And if it's a clear offside, like sometimes it's not their fault if they're camping out right on the blue line and then maybe one skate accidentally, part of their skate goes in. If, if the human eye can't tell, you don't call it. You don't give them a penalty. Yeah, but that's different than what you said. If the human eye can't tell, you don't give them a penalty. Otherwise, give them a penalty. If they touch it and go offside. But if a player goes offside... Yeah. And they don't know they went offside. And they get passed to. Do you think it's fair that they get a penalty? Then do you want to give them, like, a warning? Like, I think that they should be aware of that. No, it's just offside. Whistle. I just feel like with everything that's happened, like, Colorado could have tied the game, maybe even won it. St. Louis would have won the game, which definitely put some would have put some stress off their shoulders. Like, and with Vegas, they would have moved on. When it was the high sticking, it was, like, tied. And then they had to take it back. And it was like in game five or six. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So how can we change? How can the, how can everybody change this? We can't. I think it's up to the ref what the call is. And if you disagree with the ref's call, then okay. Okay, so last note, but it's not going to really be the last note because... We have one more additional thing on this note. Boston, and then that might transition us to the Leafs. Just to talk about their salary concerns. Boston, 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 Boston. Oh, they're in the Stanley Cup. Why? To go ask. And I think the coaching move of the playoff was moving Pasternak to the second. Because it paid off the most. But now that I think about the Bobrovsky play, where... um. They were down 3 nothing, and they kept Borowski in the game. Like, yeah, I was in a very key moment, very key game, game one of the playoffs. But that was just but trusting I'm going to relate this to the Leafs because I think it matters. Like, Andreas Janssen, Babcock decided Janssen should play with Matthews. Tortorella decided Bobrovsky should go back in net. So? So, what I'm saying is, Tortorella deserves credit. So does Bobrovsky. But so does Babcock for all the stuff he's done. And if you want to get him fired, I think you're, like, well, think about it. The reason everybody's not giving them credit is that the only growth of the past three years has been Janssen and Kapanen. It's the only thing. And Dermot. Dermot was good last year. He was better this year. Fine, but he was still a great player last year. Which is why no, I think people, people are saying like because we want to go past the first round. We have a good team. We Definitely, but it was announced pretty recently that Babcock is returning next year as head coach. Well, I think that that's a smart move. And Brandon Shanahan ex- extended as president of hockey operations. Like our, our our staff is good. Our team can do well. It's, it's just our defense. Ovechkin waited eleven years to win a cup. On the same team, yeah. Jeez. So Tavares stays after his contract runs out. No, it would be Matthews. 
Taurus might stay. No, I mean, like, Matthews, if there was, like, a, a curse, it would be Matthews. But, because when he came on the team, he took us to six games. He and Marner took us to six games against Washington. Washington. But I do think it was Every game you want to move up of the playoffs. Right. Putting Boston. But that was, like, only against the Leafs, wasn't it? No, I they might. I think they did it against Columbus. As it's well. super smart because Kadri was suspended. Also against Columbus, you know that they have a stacked first line, but their second line isn't that good. Right. Whereas Boston. Whereas Boston, if you put Pasternak on your second and you move Coyle up to your first, right. it's not bad. Also, Boston's defense is so good. I think though, if. We were to do something in the offseason. This is going to go just as the Leafs' offseason. We'll get back to Boston very shortly. But the Leafs have Marner, Kapanen, and Janssen. That combined is going to cost them 20. Okay, we're losing Gardner. I think that that's a safe bet. We are. So we now need 15 more. And this is what I say. I may be crazy. Trade Kapanen and Janssen for Carlo. Okay, explain. And I'll explain because we actually, without Kapanen and Janssen, listen, I'd love to re-sign them. In my perfect world, we would re-sign them because obviously they're great players. But their contract, I mean, we need right-handed defensemen. And Kapanen and Janssen might be the most valuable on the team we're willing to give up. And who plays with Matthews? Matthews is going to end up playing with Moore and Nylander. I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't? I think that that'd be fine. Moore is such a fast, energetic player. He's kind of like what Janssen was last year. Look what yeah, Matthews but, has done to... But Boston. first of all, do you think Boston will move Carlo? One. No, but if you trade Kapanen and Janssen, maybe. Fine, I see what you're saying, but I don't think that's good. And then your third line would be instead, it, you'd just move Brown to your third. That's fine. And then you just slide Patan in as your left wing. Alright. Also, if you've got someone from the AHL, like Jeremy Bracco. Yeah, but you, I say you keep him down for another year. Right. I'm very... Like, if somebody gets injured, you can call him I'm very against pre-calling pre up. I'm very against it. I think you need to wait. It's too premature. Like with Sparks. I get what you Yeah, get. but there's a time when these guys get too old. Sparks is 25. We th I think he's 25. Could easily use Garrett, Garrett Sparks. No. Okay, I'll check. Garrett Sparks is. Okay, while you're doing that, let's let's go back to Boston. Boston's, do you think they're going to win the Cup? Uh, so hard. Um, this playoffs, I've been wrong about everything except for one thing. Yes. I said Boston would sweep Carolina. So I'm going to go true. now and say... St. Louis will win in seven. I'm not good with this. Do you know how? Yeah, for sure. Okay, this is my thing. St. Louis, 
either wins in seven or Boston wins in six. I'm going Boston wins in six. St. Louis is going to win one. Boston's going to win two and three. St. Louis is going to come back with four. And then Boston's going to take five and six. That's Boston's going to win in six. I think is going to happen. And I'll explain because, first of all, Rask has been the best goalie of the playoffs by far. He's made... He's what I like about a goalie. He doesn't make fan. He doesn't make a little fancy saves, but he makes a lot of okay saves. What do you rather? A a goalie that saves some of them, but all of the saves are really nice, or a goalie that saves most of them, but no like crazy cool saves. Okay, I was right. Sparks is twenty five. Okay. So what do you rather? Sorry, repeat that. A goalie that makes most saves, like eight. 75% of the saves, yeah, and he makes a lot of fancy ones doing it, or a goalie that saves 95% of the stuff but doesn't make any really cool saves. The goalie that saves, like, really cool saves are awesome, but, like... I agree, which is why Tuco Rask has been great. Right. He doesn't make fancy saves like Sergei Bobrovsky, but unlike Bobrovsky... He stops most of the stuff that comes his way. Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky kind of just... He makes Both goalies are amazing, and Rask happens to be playing better. Happens, yeah, he does. I think Bob is a bit better, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to yeah. it for free agency. Let's come new episode soon. Yeah, also the mock draft. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm calling Hughes 1, Kako 2. And Hughes is going to be a complete bust. No, you're just randomly guessing. If there's going to be a bust out of the top four, it's going to be Hughes. Okay. But nobody ever said there will be a bust. True, but there's usually. Yeah, but not in the top four. In the top ten, there's usually a bust. Is Eric, is Aaron at Glad good? Yeah. He's not playing on a good team. What? He's playing on Florida, like. But you don't hear his name. That's what I mean. You should hear his name. I think he's like a player that should be mentioned more. He's not mentioned at all. That's just personally what I think. Like, even Nico Hizio, first overall pick, he's on a bad team. I still hear him a lot. Right. Taylor Hall, hear him a lot. Nolan Patrick was drafted second. He's on a terrible Philadelphia and isn't even in the... In the NHL yet. And I still hear him a lot. Nolan Patrick? He's in the NHL. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. He went straight to the NHL. I didn't know. But um, I hear his name a lot. Uh, The first overall pick last year. It starts with a V. It's on the tip of my tongue. Rasmus Deline. Rasmus, not V. It was Rasmus. Yeah, Deline. Deline. Deline's been very good. I hear his name a lot. Like... Okay, and the last note, Garrick Sparks. When we talked about him, I think they should have tried to trade him for a good goalie. Except he has no value. Like, we were just searching NHL 19 this morning. He has no value. Why? But I don't, because he's not doing very well in the NHL, so why would a team want him? Because he has It's good not potential. like the Leafs are amazing and you can give anybody. But he, like, he doesn't. He has good potential. He doesn't. He's too old to have good potential. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's 25. He's not, like, goalies particularly. Yeah, but... I think Sparks has had an off year, too. He won the Calder Cup last year. Okay. He does have good potential, but the reason is, 
I say you trade him because he is going to be good in the future. We do know that. But good in the future does does it help us right now? We want to win a cup not right now, not in three years. Right now. We want to win while we have Tavares. Exactly. Okay, so then you're going to have to go and get a goalie. Or exactly. Just say, I think Hutch, Hutchison can be our backup. He's, he could. He could. He could very well. But he's not actually that good as an AD overall. He's an AD overall in any What do you expect a backup to be? As good as your starter? No, but not to the point where it's Garrett Sparks. I think Hutchison is acceptable. I do too. Okay. That might end it. Please. And I was, again, we're sorry about the lack of updates. We'll try and, I'll try and comment when the new update episode is. Or just search for them once every two weeks. Or just get the notifications. Yeah. Please subscribe and comment. Your, you can comment your favorite team. What you want us to talk about. What music songs we should be playing. We are free to anything. And for the music song, just try to make it no swear words. But that's just a If that was needed. If that was needed. I hope you liked this episode. Can't wait to see you in another one. And peace, go Leafs, go.